Hello. And welcome. To the Lovies Podcast. I'm your host, Emily. I'm your hostess, Allison. And we are here to talk about relationships. Even though we've, we've never, never been, been in one. one. What? Let's get into it. We are at a time to strike. Dog <laughs> is laying down and not barking now. He's, he's sitting down, doing his thing being a good boy before we get in there's a few housekeeping things i want to go through because right. i have a platform absolutely this you is do. my platform <laughs> i need to tan my feet fully. and there were two things that i wanted to say that i didn't want to go unnoticed because there's a few things that happen in today's society that just people gloss over and i absolutely don't think we should just gloss over it but i can't remember what the second thing was and i've been thinking about it honest to goodness for like two weeks and i can't remember so i guess well maybe it'll maybe it'll come me. back but I don't know if people are noticing this, but Olivia Rodrigo's song, Oh, Good For You, is exactly like Misery Business. I have seen the compilations on the reels of Instagram and TikTok and all of that, but like, that's really concerning. And I just want it to be known. (laughs) You know what? While we're on the whole Olivia Rodrigo thing, a big thing that nobody's talking about, but I want to talk about is how much that, first of all, I listen to the album. I do enjoy the songs. So, like, she's getting money from me. Yeah. But that album is so much from the machine. It is ridiculous. Like, she is saying, like, all the trigger words to appeal to all the emo and angsty high school yeah. girls and whatever. The mm-hmm. girls and the gays, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, all the angsty people going through something. Yeah. That she doesn't ever actually believe. Because she has, like, this one song where it's, like against all the girls she sees on Instagram because it's bad for her body image. And I've been seeing things of, like, have you seen what she posts? Yeah, like, she is those bitches. Yeah. I am it's bitches. It's, like, it's really annoying. And so I think it's so dumb because another thing came out a long time ago where it's, like, the, like, the machine or whatever, like, the industry created what they thought would be, like, a fun rock thing with, like, a very generic rock song. Like, it's, like, very much the machine trying to appeal to the youth. I'm, like, Olivia Rodrigo's is a fancy version of that. Like, it is, like, literally the machine. No, but you know what's interesting about Olivia Rodrigo, and you can back me up on this, people don't know what I was listening to when I was in high school, but I know what I was listening to, and it was a lot like this sort of, like, sad, depressing, indie, emo vibe. Like, I would listen to songs like, like that. Like, Driver's License is, like, totally something I would have listened to in high school, like, that was all I listened to, were these obscure artists, like Jen Widmore. Probably never heard of her. Go check her out. Like, oh, yeah, I would Jen listen, Wigmore. Jen Widmore. Oh, I'd listen to yeah, that totally. and that Pandora. Like, that's the stuff I would listen to. And now it's, like, her songs are, like, mainstream, but that's, like, the stuff I was listening to back then. But it's so part of the machine. It's still not, like, that indie pop I used to listen to. Yeah. So it's, like, kind of interesting that that is mainstream because when I was in school, what was mainstream was, like, hip-hop. Like, um, oh yeah, like like, like Beyonce P. Diddy and, and Usher, Usher, that one, Usher baby, <laughs> like he was Lil John, and then like Macklemore came in like college and stuff. Cooper, but... I'm having zero patience, <laughs> and it only echoes the further you get. To I it. know, okay, it's fine, but it it is like um like that's weird that that's. That's what's popular because also and I was at a friend, I was at a dinner with a friend and she said that she didn't like her song, the, um, like the tragedy one. Oh, brutal. 
brutal because she's like, everyone hates me, blah, blah, It's like, no, your life is great. Yeah, her life like, is great. Like, you have yeah. stylists. The brutal you have makeup, is also you, very machine. Yeah, like, I don't like... And, and I'm like, not, like, who likes me? Who? It's very whiny. Yeah. Like, you know what? That's, like, first world problems. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, do you remember that meme back in the day? Mm-hmm. Like, it's so, like, whiny bitchy. It's That's so like what like white and it's privileges. like and it's like I get it because she's like she's like well I have to appeal to the masses and a lot of the masses they don't have stylists and they don't have people at their beck and call and they're not making hundreds of thousands of dollars and they don't have millions of but followers. that's once again and so I admit it, it is but a I don't like machine. that it's profiting off of their bad times I've never liked that it's a perversion and a prostitution of people that really are depressed that really are thinking about suicide and really going through substance abuse between all of that and you're just sitting there and you're making light of like who likes me and who hates you and I can't even like where's my two uh, like, I'm so dumb and I'm not smart and I can't even parallel park yeah like uh, really because you know what you're not driving yourself it's like it's so, par- you have nobody parallel parks yeah that's what makes it the machine okay whatever so what's your Anyways. second point that was that was just my point. It was just little thoughts on Olivia Rodrigo. I am listening to her album. I enjoy it. Yeah, personally. I just, I, you know what? It I makes me think sh- a lot of John Mulaney's wife. People shouldn't read so much into her, though. Like we just she did. probably wrote these songs. Like I think some of them she wrote. Yeah, I think for so but like a lot of them is like she's like is seventeen, so yeah. she is like. No, I think she wrote. I and, think she wrote um, them, and then they I think just she made wrote it them. what they wanted it to be. Like she was like the premise is like it's brutal. I think out she here. wrote them, but it's like I mean, her of all people know like you need very basic ass songs to like yeah. get in the industry. She has a really good voice though. I'm she does. She had a very very well. It's like voice. a shockingly good voice. It is. It's I'd like, like to hear it live. It's really great. I bet it sounds bitch in live. Like, cause it's like so seamless. It is so seamless, and it's not like the weird like Ariana Grande whistle tones. Like, she's, yeah, her voice sounds like kind of muffled deep. Ariana's voice, mm-hmm. but it's like not like her voice is like really flowy. It's very melodic. It's so very melodic. Did you have a second point? Um, no, I just we were watching a video because you do see it here. I might use it on a different podcast at a different time, but we were watching this video of this YouTuber and it was like a sip or spill and she was with her friends. And really honestly, if you're watching that, you're just answering those questions with your friends thinking how much better you are than them. Answering the questions. They're so lame and they were really lame. But one of the questions they asked is, have you dated someone older and they sipped or whatever? Because they didn't, but that's not the point. But I, I was thinking like, if someone asked me like, have you dated someone older? I would say, been there, done that around <laughs> you are so stupid you even stupid. wrote that down I thought it was so it's like ask me the question have you dated someone older been there done that mess around <laughs> <laughs> answer the question oh my god sometimes <laughs> I, I wonder so how when you're survive. drinking it makes more sense <laughs> you guys I have this nasty tan line on my phone right now you can see it a lot clearer now I know you couldn't see it when I showed you mm-hmm. and it happens every year and it makes me want to cut also, half my foot let's just talk off. about suburbia no trees why what is up with that uh, yeah <laughs> that poor one tree had to come down I know because it got in the pipes no trees in suburbia it's like suburbia looks like a glorified crack home it does and it feels like, like a lot it. of them are like mm, skeevy i know because we're, we're getting in the thick of suburbia right now we're getting involved in our local never said we didn't things. do anything for our community we're yeah so we have to watch our precincts and our precincts are sad i can see why we have a heroin problem <laughs> i can see where the heroin problem where the, is we like yeah okay but, um okay so what's what's the actual point today we're so, already a third done with this thing <laughs> That's great. Let's get this going. I'm thinking about (laughs) pasta. 
<laughs> it's like that TikTok, like, okay, let's go. No messing around. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm going to Okay, it's fine. Anyways, we're talking about mystery ladies. How to keep a man interested. Is that really what we're doing? You know what? I feel you know, like, I'm going to you know ask what? you. You know what? I'm going to ask you the question. You know what? Hmm. I feel like. Oh, well. What do you feel? All our episodes are just us shitting on concepts <laughs> and never creating our own. Okay, well, so what do we think is We're m- once mysterious. again shitting on a concept. I know. Maybe we should <laughs> no, change that. No, I don't think we should change that. Actually, we should change like, that. Like, we're obviously not contributing We need to get positive. more positive We're more advice. commentary than actual advice. Yeah. We're going to give you more advice. <laughs> 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 I felt I should have said something, but I didn't know what to say. We're teaching you how to not be a bitch, <laughs> we're, a trick ass hug. <laughs> we're giving advice. I would say the biggest advices we've given is don't compromise, stand up for what you want to believe, and make your ba- make your standards, boundaries, wants, and desires known by the second date, at least if not the first. <gasps> That's it, you know? And you know what? Since I've been talking about this... No, I would say by third date. By the third date, you should know. No, I said by the third date, you should make those boundaries. Yeah, by the third date, Because it's kind of like a lot to do on the first and second. I mean... But it's like the third date, you're not that invested in it. You never know how people are going to be when you get out there. And sometimes the first date, they bring it up. A lot of the times when I go out... People will bring it well, up. Well, yeah, people just bring it out of you, but that's not the universal. But I don't, a lot of people I, don't know. How I to do talk. not bring up as politically involved as we are, and like as much as we've gone through in twenty twenty and everything, we really don't actually don't talk bring about it anything. up. Like I'm not posting it on Instagram hardly ever. You know, because yeah. it, it's like it's a whole it's a different game that we play. But okay, so yeah, but yeah, but in today's time, I don't know what it's like because I don't go on dates because I think they're terribly corporate and embarrassing. <laughs> but we must we must do it we must we must go on dates i've gone on dates like whatever i don't talk about it i'm not a labels person (laughs) oh my god but anyways i don't know what it's like out there because even on the dating profiles before i got kicked off hinge um there were people that would say if you voted for trump just swipe like no right now like there were people that said that i didn't see one that said if you voted for biden just swipe no right now or it was always the trump one so some people are front facing with that and are leading down that way so i would say it depends on who you're with but by the third day i mean that's the biggest advice that we've given is set up your boundaries and since i've said that my phone has been hearing me more about what i've been talking about thank you irs you can take my money now because it's been months (laughs) i don't want to keep holding it for you but (laughs) but anyways um um so i've been seeing a lot of content on my instagram reels lately of people who are like you should say what you want make it known by the third date by the second date at least and to be confident and if they don't want it then you should just say bye and move on like i've been seeing a lot of that so that makes me happy but today we're talking about mystery what do you think that means allison i think it's like a woman withholding herself to make herself desirable to a man yeah, and do you think that's something that's only in the beginning, in the courting stage, or is that something throughout the relationship, till you die? I think it's... <laughs> till death. <laughs> I think something... For a toxic relationship, Something yes. that <laughs> trick-ass hoes do. You know what? Because um, my lovely roommate, who I always talk about on here, yeah. she told me, she gave me, because I'm helpless, 
a flirting flirting school, flirting lessons, and it took place over a couple weeks, actually. It was more than one lesson. I think there were three in total. Wow. And, um, and I was like, and I said something about, like, okay, and then, like, he'll propose or whatever. And she went, oh, no, you don't actually do these things if you want to marry a person. She's like, you don't want to marry a person who needs these things to get your attention. That is and so I went, interesting. And I went, ma'am, and that's why the lessons stopped. I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> this whole time? I was like, you're telling me? And she's like, no, if you want someone worth marrying, don't do this. She's like, if this works on a guy, like, ew. Oh, so terrible, terrible. Is that manipulation that she's talking about? Well, it kind of was, but it's just like batting your eyes Mm -hmm. and like looking up at them while they're like looking down. Yeah, touching their shoulder. Mm -hmm. Being like, I just, I need help. (laughs) Fabulous. Silent wavelength. I know, there is a certain extent that you do have to be kind I of I want like, to ooh and awe. I'm, I can ooh and awe all day long. You know, I don't mind not me at work having a crush on a guy and when I broke the vacuum, imagining he's fixing our home vacuum while we're married. <laughs> I can ooh and I, uh, a guy all day long, but if you're a fucking dumbass, I'm calling you out on it. Sorry. I'm calling you I out. I don't care what you are. I know, <laughs> you're no, getting called out. Absolutely. Like, I don't care. Like, it's not like a me, it's like, I hate man thing. No, it's like, you're dumb. Like, you're getting called out and yeah. we're moving on. You know, it just doesn't fly with me. But anyways, a, a girl I know, very dear friend. So what do her. you think mystery is? Well, I never thought about mystery a lot, but then I saw this reel on Instagram and I showed it to you this morning where it was like, you have to keep yeah. some mystery to always keep them guessing or to have them imagine things because a man's imagination is the strong, it's like, okay, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to give you a little tip in life. If someone's coming at you, if they're attacking you, the it's really difficult if you're small or boned or whatever. If you're a woman, it's a little difficult because you're weaker than a big burly man that's running against you. And what's your initial reaction when a guy is running against you? Obviously you want to defend yourself and you want to punch them, but you don't always have the opportunity to do so. So your biggest ally in that moment is using their momentum against them. So if they come and they grab you instead of like like bucking back and like hitting them go with it because they're expecting you to fight back so they're bracing for that but if they get you and you fall with them then they don't have as much of a hold and then you can swoop around and like jab them so so this is what i'm saying so as you use their momentum against them a man's imagination is the momentum that you can use against them okay it's your strongest ally because you can manipulate some women like to manipulate men i think it's so tragic men like to manipulate so tragic come on emily no but i'm talking like i manipulate men in a great way first of all okay what about college boy i could that's what i'm saying you manipulate all the time look at his little toe pads like are they worn down no he's just outside they're dirty no i can i do not manipulate men for the worst Take that. You manipulate them, period. I manipulate people. (laughs) Whatever, I guess. No, no, but like, I'm not going to manipulate a guy to be with me. You don't ever want to be in a relationship where either party is manipulating the other. But mystery is not manipulation. So I never really thought much about it. And then I went to see my friend from college just like years ago. Like we had just, do you hear that? Can you hear that when you edit this? I don't know. I can't remember. I I cannot recall. Well. Wait, quiet. It's a big door. Yeah, you can hear it. Look at the wavelength when we're quiet. Oh! oh <laughs> we're pretty 
high tech here. Okay. <laughs> Oops. Sorry about that, you guys. But you're used to it by now. It sponsor us if you want to hear us in in 4K HD quality. 8K HD. Uh, it's Am 8K I? now. No, we can only afford 4K. <laughs> we have an 8K table. 8K table. Anyways, okay. So then I was at her house, and she had this book called Why Men Love Bitches. And it's a really big, popular book. We should probably we should probably read. I like, would love to read that book and then just you know what? It. I'll read that on the on girls trip. Oh, me by the pole side. Why men love bitches? You should order that right now after we're done. With I'll this. get after it. we get off the call. You should. <laughs> I'll get it off Thrift Books. Amazon it. Oh, don't no. Amazon. Don't Amazon. Ew, you Amazon. Absolute Why would I say that? Fuck you, Amazon. Fuck you, Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. One of my favorite parts of the Bo Burnham thing. Yeah. Oh, Evidently wait. now, a man named Andrew. Yeah, is no, in he charge? stepped down a long time ago. Screw you, Andrew. No, he stepped down a long time ago because uh, he's doing illegal things, so he's leaving. I know. <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. Yeah. Okay, so it's called Why Men Love Bitches. Perfect. Three ninety nine thrift bucks. Booyah. <laughs> Okay, so she was reading it, and one of the big topics is kind of being mysterious, and she was saying, you need to have some mystery with a man. And I'm like, yeah, 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 like, I totally get it. And she's like, she's like, because then why would they be interested in you? And she's like, I'm not saying that you have to withhold, or you have to be secretive, or you have to lie to them, but you kind of have to keep them, like, a little bit guessing. Like, you can't show all your cards all of the time. And I'm like, that is an idea that I never thought about. And I, so I don't know. And then I saw this like Instagram reel and it did make me think because I'm a person that puts everything on the table, but I don't think being mysterious is being manipulative. I think it's giving into the fantasy. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like, it's also thickening the pot. It's a cornstarch that thickens the relationship, I think. Yeah. You know, it's not the main ingredients. It's not your broth, and it's not your meat or your veggies, anything that sustains you. But it is a thing that get that makes it thick, that makes it interesting. I'm comparing this to soup. <laughs> wow, really? We didn't know that. That's so weird. But I think being mysterious is fun. You know, I like to think I'm mysterious. Well, you know, I think it is fun, but I think if you're married for like 20 years and there's still mystery, I think it's called an affair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, mysterious is all it, up until the marriage. So do you think um, being mysterious is a tactic to try to lock it down with someone? Yeah, absolutely. That's the only time yeah. it's critical. I would agree. Yes. I would agree with that. I don't think Because something. what was also the thing, it's like men want something they can't. People out here saying big psychology tricks. That's actually, guess what? How people used to date in the 50s. Yeah. Did you know really? that? Women were mysterious. And they were, like, hard to get. The men had to approach the woman, and the man had to be respectful. You That's know what I mean? Right. It wasn't like they hit him with a club and took him home. I know. Like, they want like you to believe. Like, people so want you to believe. <laughs> hit him with a club. It's like, believe it or not, like, I if know, a man was mean to a woman, another man mm-hmm. would defend said woman. Like, it's, like, not uncommon. Yeah, that's not uncommon. I know. And they did have to be respectful. Like, back to the future didn't exist. Yeah, and a woman, because <laughs> I think being a woman, being mysterious as well, and maybe people don't think about it as much because we're so degenerative as a generation but it is not being promiscuous with how you're dressed yeah you know like leaving something to the imagination because a man i said it before i'll say it again a man's imagination is your biggest ally when you're getting to know them because all they have is the fantasy of you 
Yeah, that's true. It, that they know nothing about you. Because think about it, if the shoe's on the other foot, what are you thinking? When I meet a guy, I'm like, you know what, he could have a high-paying job. He could be, like, you know, going to buy a house. He could be a Republican, Christian, and that never happens. Mm-hmm. But you that's the fantasy of it, right? And because I have built this up in my head, I'm now more keen on seeing him or hanging out with him. Yeah. And that's the same with him. But the, the thing is, you have to give a man a reason to see you again, especially now where everything is just at their beck and call and they don't have to feel they don't have to feel beholden to anything when women themselves make themselves such a commodity be passed around if you think about it there's nothing mysterious about a woman anymore everything they wear it's all on display it's almost as if you're going down and picking which cattle do you want to buy today well that one she has bigger tits that one has a bigger ass this one has cankles that one has long hair this one has fake hair like it's just like choose because it's just it's so in your face and it's such a caricature of what femininity actually is that there really is no more mystery but in a way they are kind of like they're secretive well you know what because i feel like this feeds into the whole thing that we said last week where it was like um like you're losing femininity like we're becoming more like asexual in a weird way which I could say that like non-binary that is the word I'm looking for that's my big 10 cent word like Like, you're saying that it can go either way well I'm saying like we're phasing out women and like femininity like birth givers yeah and whatever you know what I saw or chest feeders yeah Literally, I saw a TikTok the other day and it had like 2 million views or whatever or 2 million likes. It was really, really good. And it was like a nurse and she was like, I'm literally going home after watching a woman attempt to give birth for four days. She was in labor for four days. Wow. And it was like really critical and whatever. And she finally birthed it and she was like, and she was like going off. This nurse woman was going off about like birth giver and stuff. And she's like, no, because that disrespects women. She's like, that is a woman's job. And like, that is something only a woman is capable of. She's like, that is the one thing. She's like, that's like the biggest thing where it's like, we are women and we do this better than men ever could. It's like a feminist thing. Yeah. And she was like, yeah. And she's like, after four days of this woman being in labor, she finally gives birth. And she's like, and her husband was staying next to her and he just went, what a woman. And she's like, you lose that when you say like birth giver and stuff. Yeah. And like, I'm so glad it has like two million and likes weird because it's like if you are gonna go down that rabbit hole which we won't go that far it's like birth giver or chest feeder it's like well transgender woman cannot breastfeed no matter how much that person desires to do such a thing yeah they cannot breastfeed so why would you degenerate what it actually is it's it's like it's a mother and then what is and then is that also not like the argument of the transgender woman to want to be called woman and like mother you know what i mean because it also discredits their whole it discredits yeah their whole like idea of being a woman like yeah. it, it once again makes them yeah, non-binary like, oh, well, I'm henceforth non-binary yeah. is honestly just masculine like yeah, it's just it's, masculine. it is just masculine and it's like that's just really what it is because it's like you're just erasing femininity because feminine like femininity is what differentiates from like everything yeah like well, everything pretty much like and femininity are the two defining characteristics well they are but when you go non-binary you lean more masculine you do you always because that's masculine. just how because it works you know why because we come from adam no i know where did we, we are adam's from? children adam's rib eve came from adam's rib yeah so we all are men like that's why that's why i just think it's so interesting just to see how like no, women it's so are. weird so it's like, like how we're made um i forgot like the main point but like what I, it was like the mystery of woman is yeah. being lost because there is no woman because there even is be also found. there's no like being because also i feel like woman with like 
with gays coming on the scene or transgenders and um LGBTQ plus. No, what is it? Drag queens. Oh, it is God. it is in a way a very overemphasized version of being feminine. Well, so then I, women have to overcompensate on their own girlishness. Well, I feel like I wouldn't say that, but I would say in the eyes of society, like because I also said this last time with like the bimbos on TikTok and stuff, like society only appreciates femininity if it is like over like over care like, like an a absolute caricature, caricature and like overly sexualized mm-hmm. and like yeah like and then it's like the drag queens and like the gays you know what i mean yes. like it's a big thing where they're like wearing makeup doing that thing it's like that's great but it's like we only appreciate femininity on men yeah and it's like and that's like a very hard like thing it's like on men and also the really sexual bimbo girl who's constantly talking about how she has depression like mm-hmm. that's feminine though that's yeah women. i know that's what's so interesting because then you also see like emma rose you know emma rose yeah so she's, she's feminine a youtuber no she's feminine but and she's she like a girlish kind of like no but she's like a girlish delicate very feminine you know woman or whatever which is fine she's and that's petite. great she's petite but like but like she, she does dress like kind of like mannish but she doesn't dress i, I, I like don't think, think about i'm it. going she wears down like sweatsuits and stuff. well yeah she wears sweatsuits i don't think i'm going down the mannish route but like someone like her now, if she does wear sweats or something, like you said, she's mannish. Like, she always has to try to wear the frilly stuff. Like, just their their whole genre on Instagram and YouTube. Like, That's those true. types of girls. Like, they always have to wear the crop top, like, to show off their boobs because they have them. And there's tiny waists because they have them. They have to wear the really tight dresses. And if they're not really tight, they have to be extremely floral, lacy, or roughly yeah. because they're not going to show off their body and there has to be really, really big and curly. Or she can be like skater boy about it and wear those really big straight leg jeans and chunky sneakers and a crop top because she's still a woman. It's like it's like this weird hyper feminization. Like can you just wear a t shirt and jeans that cover like or shorts that cover your ass? Yeah. Could you like go out and actually not wear a crop top? Like the shirt shouldn't look like it fits like a size two child or whatever. <laughs> yeah, two year old yeah. or something. You know, two. I just I think it's interesting how the women's clothes they're getting less and less. Like, do you know how hard it is to find anything like a bathing suit that covers? Oh my yourself? gosh, that's not an absolute thong. Like, yes. did you know that literally that is a section thong bathing suit? Yes, on it sale? is. I know. Why? Do you, do you know where it came from? I know where it comes from, actually. Where? So it comes from Brazil. <gasps> because Brazil, Carnival. no, not Carnival, like Brazil itself, because Brazil, Brazilian women are known for having really yeah, big, big round dogs. butts. Like that's like just genetically. And, and, and the words of Pitbull in Brazil, they freak you with big old booties. Yeah, like they're just like have naturally really large butts for whatever reason. And so in their culture, I don't know if it's in their culture, but as like generations have come, like that's a really, like in America, it's boobs in Brazil, it's butts. So mm. they all wear like thong bikinis. there, like all of them all the time. Cause that's what I noticed so it. And then it started coming up here to America because I think really the Kardashians says they have huge yeah. butts and everything. But like America, from what I've gathered in my data research, it's always been, men have always been more attracted to boobs in America than butts. Yeah. But now I think the Kardashians are changing that whole paradigm. And like men, honestly, I don't think care at the end of the day. I don't think like they really care boobs or butts. They just care that you are a girl and like whatever. Yeah. But like women are really influenced about their looks. And if like they're all influenced by their Kardashians and they look like that, then men will just like that. Yeah. Because like whatever, all the women look like that. I can't change it. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. (laughs) But yeah, so it actually came from Brazil and they were really big on thong bikinis and in europe 
they have nude beaches, so they don't even really care. Yeah, who even cares? We saw a topless woman at Greece. Yeah, on so... On a beach with her 10-year-old son. But yeah, so that's where that inspiration came from. It's kind of interesting to see it blow up here, because it has been big in Brazil for, like, years. For, like, years. <laughs> and I don't like that it's here I'm now. not that surprised. <laughs> But, um, yeah, but yeah, see, like, you can't even, like, even if, and then if you do want to cover yourself, you look like, like, like you're Granny just, Smith. Like, yeah. Like, you just look like super religious. You look Mormon. <laughs> you look shout Mormon. out to my Mormon piece. Yeah, shout out to the Mormons. You know, and it's like, I, or like Amish or something, which I Ugh. love the Amishes as well. But, you know, like that, it's just, it's so dramatic. So then you're only, and then, you know what it feeds into, which I believe it feeds into? More insecurity. In Absolutely. Women. Because then they're like, I'm not good, like, I'm too fat to wear it. No, it's not that you're too fat. It's that it's not flattering, and it's not something you should want to wear anyways. Yeah. But because that's all you can buy, then you're like, oh, like, I could never even fit into it. The girls that do wear them don't even fit into it. Because it doesn't fit an actual human being. Yeah. You know? And, like, the women that do wear it, they are huge as well. They shouldn't be wearing it. <laughs> But you, but it's not about a size thing. It's just it's not flattering. Well, you know what? It makes me think about body hair. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because it's like even with a thong thing, like oh my gosh, and mm-hmm. it's like you can't be shaven every day. Like that's hard. Well, that's on the why skin. you do laser. And then what are we going back into? The man, what the man wants. Because what does the man want? You know, I know. <laughs> that's so funny. Because I started watching like. Bojack Horseman, right? Wait, but you're a feminist because you show your ass cheeks. So and I just um, wanted to say that. But, I know. Um, <laughs> and, like, the main character, Diane, it's, like, said really early on. It's really interesting what they had her say. And she was, like, going off about, like, feminism and something. Like, because she's, like, feminist. And she said a thing. She's, like, and at what point is our taking over sexuality, like, or this hypersexuality, just us more... Like, cat- still catering to the male gaze, but so we don't feel as uncomfortable by doing that. Mm. And I'm like, that's so interesting. That is so interesting. It's like, that's a, a good point, it though. Is. Like, that's a good point. And then it's like, well, I want to wear this, and I don't want them to look at me. But I'm like, but you're not showing, again, the top of the episode, any mystery. Like, yeah. you're not... And it's like, if you put it on display, they're they're not going to want to get to know you more. And it's like, you've taken away all of your collateral by just like totally putting it on display. And I guess we're only talking about looks because that's all you have to really go off of when you meet a person. Well, but, I feel like also mystery personality wise is like being mean to them, maybe. Like some people could be like, oh, she's like mysterious. She's not like other girls. Well, I think- hate that sentence. <laughs> It was in Twilight. I literally was so angry in the with book. book. It was in the fucking in the book. literature. Literally in the middle of the book, he was like, "There's just something about you." And I was like, "Don't do it." I was like, "I've never once seen it in a book." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, I always thought this was a, like a joke." And he was like, "It's like girls around here just aren't like you." And I was like, "Stop!" I physically put the book down. That was my first break. That was my oh. first like moment where I was like, I need literally five minutes. Well, to I think being that. mysterious personality wise, say you're at the bar and he comes up to you and he talks to you. Being mysterious is not being like putting it all out on the table, well, you know, be. because you want to see them again and you want to have things to talk about. So it's like, well, what do you do for a living? Like all this stuff. Would you know what? Growing up, that was always a really big question. I never realized how much I hinge on that question when I meet people. Yeah. That's, like, the thing I always ask. Like, what do you do for a living? Because it's, like, literally, what are you? Like, who are you? What do you do with your life? Yeah. <laughs> that tells you basically everything you need to know, I guess. But um, but I think just being mysterious, it's not being totally, like, don't write them off and don't be 
standoffish, obviously, because you know what's also interesting is say you meet someone at a bar and you don't agree right away on, like, not I'm not talking anything big like political or something, or, like, say you have, like, a little bit of a disagreement or a difference in something, that doesn't mean that it's not going to work out. That's when I think the mystery comes in. You yeah. use the momentum against them because you could have a connection. You could just say, like, oh, you do pickle shots? Like, ew, that's so gross. And that does hurt a man's ego a lot more than you'd think. A lot more than you'd it's a damn pickle shot you over yourself. Pickle shots I don't. slap. I like Who pickle shots. Who doesn't like pickles? I know. I mean, I don't mind a pickle It's a good shot, use of the juice. I'm just saying. You know what's gross? Any shot that requires whipped cream. <sighs> yes. Ew. Why would you give yourself actual, like, an ability to vomit? Like, why would you do that? Dead ass. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, get sugary drinks. I just can't handle it. I don't get it. No. I hate calorie-building drinks. Yeah. Because well, then you can't have drinks. I don't like sugary drinks because all that sugar just sits in your stomach and it's so gross. And you have nothing. You have no hydration. You know what? That's a weird twist of events is like I don't like sugary foods as much as salty foods now. And I think that's weird. I thought because I would go through phases in college. I'd like alternate. Mm. But like I've been in a salty phase for I can genuinely say this now for two years. I like salty foods. I and like salty, I'm like this foods. is just it now. I like salty foods. And I'm like, getting I more into sweets. sweets because I have a kitchen aid now and I am... Baking up a storm. Mom I'm like baking no longer into sweets. It's really sad. I know. I've never liked sweets. But you know what? I'm happy because you know what? It's really funny. Totally random thought before we close here. But um, because it's like you make your sweets. We don't always want to eat sweets, so we don't eat the sweets. You know what I mean? But then it's like you always go to a party. Everyone goes to a party. It's like, no, take some. Like, otherwise, I'll just be me just eating it. Like, I don't want to have it all myself. Like, we throw away your baked goods a lot, not because they're bad, but because we generally don't eat them and they go bad. Yeah, we don't want And them it's either. like, and that's a thing I never thought I would be. That's a person I never thought I would be. I know. But anyway, so mystery, I think, is important. I think it's good because it does kind of use the momentum against them. And, like, say, like you're somewhere and you don't have a lot of time to talk, then it's like, you know, you can just exchange numbers and then maybe have some flirty banter. It's a great tactic to flirt with someone, keeping lit, keeping it a little bit close to the vest, and then you can, like, unfold like an onion. And then as you share uh, yeah, more, I think mystery's you good. Can, yeah. But, yeah, we're so big on, like, um, like, what can you provide for me? Mm-hmm. That it's, like, we bear all for, like, no reason. Yeah, and I think that it's a lot of, like... It's a lot of taking, men are taking a lot from women and women aren't really standing up and saying, no, you don't have the deserve, yeah, you don't deserve it and that's not your right and you're not entitled to knowing everything about me. I mean, if you want to wear whatever you want to wear, that's like, I don't care, but it is going to attract attention and I don't think that's just like fight the patriarchy, like crush the man's soul. No, like women are going to look at you too if you wear things like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, people do have thoughts about it and it's like, I don't think that that's a bad thing. That's, it's just human nature. We're meant to be clothed. It's in the Bible. Yeah. There's a reason why we wear clothes. It's why we feel safer when we're dressed. Like yes. We're it, there's like a whole shout, naked and afraid. <laughs> Dead ass. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I think mystery is important and I think it's something that we should hold on to, but I don't think it's something that should be used for the rest of our I don't life. think it's like a longevity thing, but I think it is very important though. Yeah. And beginning. I think it's fun. And then also, you know, like you can be kind of like also keeping them on their toes. Like I think the way you can use mystery to your advantage as you get older, like something I dream of doing and I hope I can do it one day is to surprise my man's at work for lunch because I know for sure he's gonna have a boring ass basic job absolutely okay because you know that's what I get 
And, you know, you can go with a picnic. Like, you go and you work for the day. Because I know I'm probably going to work, too. Because <laughs> I'm sorry, but, like, women want to work now. Even though everyone that says that doesn't work. So, I'm doing the work for them. But yeah. anyways. <laughs> so, probably going to go to work. But what you do is you really take that day off work. So, you get ready and, like, you're going to the office. And you leave. And then he leaves for work. And you go back home. Because you took the day off. Mm. And you prepare your, like, little picnic. And you're, like, texting and say, like, I really want to call you during lunch. Like, what time are you going to lunch? Like, I really want to call you. Like, I want to take my lunch break at the same time. And then he's, like, oh, I'm going to go to lunch at, like, 1 or whatever. And then you'd go to his office and you surprise him. That's so cute. cute. Have you ever thought about doing that? No. I know. I'm so smart, you guys. I have so many things. That's cute. That's precious. I know. Someday, one man. One lucky man. He's going to get one lucky picnic. (laughs) One lucky picnic. Yeah. And I think that would be, like, super fun. That would be fun. That's sweet. See, that's mystery because he didn't know and it's like kind of Surprises are different for mystery. Yeah, but you're keeping him on his toes. Yeah. Because you never know when is he going to get a lunch again. You never know. You never know. Anyways, okay. Okay, well, lovey, lovey, dovey. Thanks for hanging in. Yes, for listening. Checking out. I think we wrapped it good. I think so too. Great. All right. Lovey, lovey, doveys. Talk to you you next week. See you later. Bye.